Kami nui ke koutou katoa. I'm Sue Berman and this is Kura Tuturu Real Gold. In this series we explore items and stories from Auckland Library's heritage and research collections. Today I'm at Tamaki Pātaka Kōrero, the Central City Library, in the Special Collections Reading Room. And I'm meeting with Zoe Colling, who today is going to talk me through the case that we have um, on display for February Pride Month. Kia ora Zoe. Kia ora Sue. Lovely to see you. Thank you, you for spending the time to share with listeners what they can see this month in the Kurututuru case. So let's start. Tell me what we're looking at here today. Well, we have quite a full case um, and it's all material from our ephemera collection, which is eph ephemera is printed material which is intended to have a short lifespan. Mm. So posters, pamphlets, flyers, we've got a ribbon. Yeah, cool. Um, so I thought it would be fun to have a colourful display for Pride and also um, look at a particular part of the ephemera collection which um, is from a donation um, which happened in 2018. Right, relatively recent. So tell me a little bit about that donation um, that this material has been drawn from. So. It is a donation from the New Zealand AIDS Foundation, which is now called the Burnett Foundation Aotearoa. They contacted the library because they were moving premises in Auckland and had, I'd say, 50 to 100 posters spanning about three decades. Mm. And those posters and also some other material um, were well, all to do with HIV and AIDS awareness and education. So in 2018, librarians from the Heritage Collections team went and met with people at the AIDS Foundation and um, we got this, got this cool donation. Amazing. Yeah, and you can really see, you can really see that span of the decades. I'm looking at that moustache there, that's looking yeah. very eighties. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's clear from the material, like this um, city of sales one. Um, you can mm -hmm. tell that's like nineties. Um, yeah, and it was fun taking a closer look at some of the material. Um, uh, one of the items here is a postcard advertising a safe dance party. Um, and then we also have more um, educational material, a pamphlet focused on um, AIDS, how it is an issue for women mm -hmm. as well. Um, I guess that speaks to um, women in heterosexual relationships where sometimes the man in the relationship is also having sex with men, mm. um, which was an issue um, at that time. Mm. Um, so we also wanted to highlight the work of the Burnett Foundation Aotearoa. Um, These yeah. ones that you've chosen for the wall are pretty pretty cool graphics, aren't they? Kind of using... Yeah, there's um, yeah, illustrations mm. and um, 
Yeah, I think they're beautiful um, drawings, but also very accessible. Um, and just that basic message in this first one that would have been so pertinent at the time when there was a bit of fear and hysteria about um, the HIV virus. Yeah. Um, so just reassuring people um, that they cannot catch the virus by, by hugging or by kissing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a 19, sort of mid-1990s message, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 1994. Yeah. Pretty recent. And this um, poster that you've centred in the, the middle, Strength Comes From Unity. Young yeah. Māori gay in here, and it's got some reo at the bottom too. Yeah, so I guess that's highlighting um, a section of the community, um, the Māori community, and um, it shows a number of um, support groups focused on um, gay Māori men, mostly, mm. and youth. Um, thought it was a really beautiful image as well, this group of um, group of men, Māori men. Mm, yeah, we are young Māori gay in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nicely composed photo, eh? Yeah. Um, and of course the library has other content that may be interested but that may be of interest to the queer community for their for their research. Um, and and people are welcome of course to come into both research centres and the reading room here at Central to make inquiries about that and I'm going to go across the, the floor and have a look at the display that's that's there as well. Um, anything particular that people should look out for? I think um, the display in the research centre um, is excellent because it highlights our magazines and zines um, and I think sometimes because um, particularly our historic magazines uh, in the basement and sometimes a little bit hard to access. I think they've done a great job at selecting like a wide variety of magazines that were made predominantly in the 80s I think um, and they were created at that time, some of them, um, in a similar way to how zines are made now. So. It was physical, cut and paste, it was quite lo-fi. Mm. Um, so I like seeing that connection between um, like the queer zines they've chosen and those printed mm. magazines that were kind of had a similar ethos mm, mm. when they were printed. And it's uh, just, you know, to kind of loop back round to, um, to the nature of these sorts of donations, how, you know, they're so important, aren't they, for heritage documentary because mm. um, like you say ephemeral kind of postcards posters pamphlets they don't tend to necessarily be kind of considered as as keep keepsakes um, mm. and yet they really help us to tell the story of a time um, and so you know if anyone out there is cleaning out their garage um, and coming across this kind of material uh, to you know to have a, a thought potentially for their, their place in, in an archive. Definitely. Um, it's, yeah, they're not collections that are easily acquired at auctions either. Mm. I think, um, yeah, we do rely on don donations to fill gaps in our collection. Very fortunate to have um, this donation from the Burnett Foundation Aotearoa. 
because it yeah it covers a period of time where otherwise we um, we had a bit of a, a gap. So I'm walking across uh, the floor on level two at Tamaki Pātaka Korero, the Central City Library, to meet with Nick, who is part of the research service and who has been part of a team who's put together another display um, in honour of Pride and looking at some of our collections. And um, wow, this looks amazing. Kia ora, Nick. Uh, kia ora, sir. It's a joy to be here. What can you tell me about what we're looking at? Let's start, let's start with the cases. Cool. Well, um, here at the at the back of level two of the research centre, we've got several glass cases set out. Um, at the very back, uh, we've got um, a, a collection of various cereals that we had in our collection, just kind of featuring different parts of like the rainbow community throughout the ages. Um, we tried to cover um, parts of like uh, different parts of New Zealand history. Like we've got uh, the, the gay liberation movement of the 70s. We've got different uh, identities represented with like the bisexual community, the um, non-binary community, uh, lesbians and gays as well. Um, and I'm trying to basically just include a, a widespread of things across the ages. So what are the names of some of these some of these serials? Oh, um, so some of the names we've got here, we've got quite a few issues of Pink Triangle. Um, we've got a couple of issues of a magazine called Glow. Um, we have uh, several issues from like the New Zealand Gay News. We have uh, a couple of other serials called like Man to Man, and I think that later became Express, which we have a, a long collection of, uh, as well as a couple of other uh, serials that had a very short run, uh, such as one named Two, that only ran for one or two issues. Yeah, I'd never, I've never heard of it. So when was that? The eighties. It looks sort of. Oh. Oh, this one, this one here was uh, nineteen ninety-seven. But there are a couple also from like the the seventeenth and eighties that kind of um, you can see uh, began with excitement, but kind of. Um, for various reasons, kind of died off rather quickly. What's uh, the one over there with the boot? Oh, the boot. Uh, the boot is one of our favourites. It's quite a striking yeah. uh, image from the back of uh, a v- issue of New Zealand Gay News. Um, so it's like it's it's quite striking in pink, um, and it's uh, kind of uh, embodying like the uh, the energy and the emotions behind like the New Zealand uh, Gay Liberation Movement of the seventies. I was going to say nineteen seventy five. This this issue, so you know before decriminalisation, um, and yeah when quite sort of political there, boot of democratic government. <laughs> yeah, um, so it has a couple of quotes around the boot, such mm. as like, uh, gay is angry, gay is proud, we shall fight on. And I think that really embodies like um, the spirit of what people were really feeling at the time, um, even in the lead up towards the events that we kind of know historically happened afterwards. Yeah, on the, on the cover of this gay news, which is also a striking cover with some superhero figures, um, it says lesbian pirates. That'd be yes. an interesting article. I actually read that one as well. We, we considered uh, putting that one on display as well. It has um, some stories about like historical figures like uh, way back in time, such as uh, historical accounts of actual uh, lesbian pirates who um, either pretended to be men or didn't, um, mm. but lived together in quite like an infamous lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all historically uh, validated and verified and quite fun to read about. Um, and I, I think the, the gay news in particular tried to kind of cover a wide variety of like historical importance across um uh like you know giving awareness that this was always here and it's not just like a, a new thing Mm-mm, that's right and, and not just about sort of 
sort of social social things because also what we are seeing on the walls, of course, is the party. Um, a lot of uh, hero parade and uh, imagery from from um, the marches. That's right. Yeah, I think um, the the posters across uh, the back here are all um from the collection of uh, julia durkin um which were all i think uh displayed in special collections in the previous year which we kind of repurposed here for this year um all historical uh posters uh uh kind of talking about either like the hero program or the hero festival as well as like um the celebrations around that and even like hiv awareness Oh yeah, um, that we've we've seen that poster in um, at, at special collections as part of Zoe's exhibition material as well, um, and over on this case, I can see some fantastic looking zines. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So um, one thing I didn't even know before looking into this. Uh, display was that we actually have a, quite an extensive zine collection especially using different like rainbow communities and like these are all self-made from like the public they all kind of make their own programs and donate them to us um so we were like quite uh, an amazing mix of things that people can come and uh, just read here at the library um we've even got some that uh, we've made uh, inside of the auckland libraries and auckland council like the one in the corner there all our transference really nice a very recent publication very eh? recent, yeah <laughs> probably the most recent um, and but I remember that queer life stories that that's yes. a, that's a library's um, that, that's got the uh, the graphic work of Marcus Joyce on it. Yeah, and um, what I love about that one is that there's a a small comic uh, drawn by Zoe herself in that as well, which is great to read, and I would recommend it. <laughs> yeah, no, there's some really great ones here, and and there's some what's this what's this program oh, that's in, open? in the very middle of the giant case here? We've got like a, a big pink. Um, uh, document that's called the, the Nationwide uh, Lesbian and Gay Guide. Um, and why we chose to display this so prominently is it kind of covers um, all areas of New Zealand in the time that it was published, uh, which is 1984, kind of showing that like in every mm. major city and even some minor cities, there's like things going on, things happening even during like um, the, the early 80s. So yeah, I, I think it's just nice to be aware that like the, the spread was always there and it was always kind of all communities um, uh, involved in this. Uh, so uh, another thing we found when putting together this display is that there are quite a few gaps in the collection where like you would expect there would be a lot of like potentially a lot of resources on like uh, lesbian history or lesbian uh, serials but um, a lot of that either hasn't been collected or actually wasn't produced at the time um, so we find it quite important to kind of represent uh, every angle of the community so uh, we actually have a, a small collaboration with the Charlotte Museum which is a, a local Auckland uh, museum uh, who features lesbian history mm -hmm. uh, and we've got a couple of uh, things that they've sent us like little posters and information that customers can take and look at they've got um, quite a few events running this month but they're always running events throughout the year and I'd strongly recommend those for anyone interested I we, we found it quite important to you know display every uh, part of the community because I feel like uh, quite often especially reflected in the serials where a lot of it is just kind of gay men unfortunately um, where the community is kind of the strongest when it's featuring everyone together um, so we wanted to definitely represent um, like especially the transgender community who are struggling internationally at the moment in mm. places like the US and the UK mm. um, so it would be a shame if they weren't represented or forgotten about in any way. Um, and I guess what people often most associate with libraries is books um, and you too have gathered some reading material from this collection. 
Uh, that's right. Yeah. So right at, right at the at the um, at the front of the display, we have like the, a big shelf going across with many of the books we've taken from the research floor. Um, a lot of these uh, can't be borrowed, but they will have like multiple copies you can request yourself in the collection. Um, but if you're welcome to, you're always welcome to come and read them here as well. Um, we picked. Um, a selection of some uh, non-fiction, kind of chronicling the lives of different people or like the literature available, mm -hmm. as well as um, some works from other authors in the Rainbow community. We've got some poetry collections, um, collections of fictional stories. Um, uh, we've also got um, like authors featured here, like uh, Alan Duff, uh, Catherine Mansfield. Um, Hello, Brian. Yeah, uh, we've also got uh, Chris C, who is think mm -hmm. uh, quite quite recent in the poetry world, uh, and people like Renee as well, and uh, Witty and Meyer is here as well. And that's an interesting book. I haven't seen that bibliography on homosexuality in New Zealand, 1770 to 2012. Yeah. It's, is that somebody's um, thesis or...? Oh, actually, I, I don't know how that came about, but it is, it is quite a... Let's go and look at it. Let's go and turn some pages. It's a big book, big weighty book. It's, it's quite a big and like visually striking book. Um, it's, it's compiled by Tony Millett uh, in 2013. Uh, it does look like it was part of like a study. A useful go-to place for people who are wanting to, um, yeah, do, be doing research in this area. Yeah. Um, and this, I guess, is is the place to come. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I think uh, even just this one book kind of demonstrates that if you're looking for uh, research resources, like especially New Zealand content, um, books like this um, will give you like an exact list of uh, everything that's been compiled um, according to topic, according to year. We've got lists that our staff ourselves have made. We have various resources collected that you won't actually find elsewhere because they've been out of publication for so long. And a lot of those can either be read here or like requested from the basement. Um, also, I think um, uh, if a customer was looking for something in particular but couldn't make it into the library, they could just send a request through our website and we can find that information for them. Cool. Yeah, sometimes we get um, uh, history, New Zealand history students come in around uh, studying homosexual law reform um, and so we have, haven't we, gathered some sort of resources That's that can right. yeah. be available for that. But um, Fantastic. Well, um, Let's hope that the rest of Pride Month isn't quite as disrupted as the last few weeks have been. Um, and we'll get this, this podcast out for people and people can come and, 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 um, and have a look. Perhaps maybe it can push itself a little bit into March. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> Before we take it down. Oh, well, kia ora, Nick. Thanks so much and thanks for the work that you've done here. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. invite people to come in and see for themselves the case just for the next couple of weeks but of course our collections are always available to researchers who'd like to come um, and look at original content here at um, Tamaki Pātaka Kōrero or the Central City Library.